0: Welcome to Loinlander, the most unofficial Outlander podcast on the internet, or anywhere.
1: I'm your host, Megan.
0: I am your host, Joe. And
1: we're back. We are back for a
0: second recap episode. Who would have thought?
1: We're here to talk about episode 102, called Castle Leoc.
0: Where do you think they go in this episode? It's
1: very funny. They go to Castle Leoc. It's an excellent episode. It's written by our favorite writer, Ronald D. Moore. Uh Uh-huh, that's true. Directed by John Dahl, who also directed the uh, pilot Pilot. episode. And it basically picks up where the pilot left off. They are arriving at Castle Leoc. They're getting off their horses. And Claire just kind of stands there awkwardly observing everything in what they're all referring to as a shift.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, the 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 that she wears under her dress that is uh, yeah. which has been also ripped in half mm-hmm. because she mm-hmm. used part of it to. To mend Jamie's yeah. gunshot and she's looking shoddy.
1: And we're introduced to Mrs. Fitz. What do you think about this actress? I
0: mean I love Mrs. Fitz. I remember laying <laughs> yeah. her the first time. Oh you did. And I okay. liked her again in this.
1: She's incredible and she actually I mean this won't surprise you but she's like I think a fairly successful UK actress. Like I know that there was talk about getting her bringing her back for season two at one point and because I listened to her on a podcast and she really wanted to come back but it was just conflicting with She's one of those, you know, actors in the UK who is always acting, basically. She always has a job. And she said she was so sad, but they, like, only had a certain window of time. And they'd they'd written an episode for her to return, and she just couldn't do it. But she was heartbroken, because she said she loved being on Outlander, and especially because, you know, she's in the second episode. I think she's in, like, the second, third, fourth, and then later on, she's in it again. So she was really there. She was, like, one of the initial... People that was just starting this, like, new up-and-coming TV show, right?
0: And she's a character that um, you don't see in this show very often, which is kind of like the sort of the good-hearted heart and soul character. Yeah. I don't really have those in this show.
1: Well, and you could tell when she was greeting all the men, right? Rupert and, and Myrta, and they were all hugging her. And Myrta's first line was, give us a kiss. And because and, she was telling him mm-hmm. that he smells. That's the second reference we've had yeah, to And Myrta, Myrta obviously needed a shower
0: and <laughs> some laundry.
1: Yeah, um, But yeah, she's such a fantastic character and it was so nice to see her coming out telling everyone, oh, you must be hungry. You know, come on in.
0: Mm-hmm. She eyes up Claire immediately.
1: Yes. And I, what did you think of how Jamie, Do you, did you pay attention to how Jamie behaved in the scene? Like, Because he's the one that introduced Claire, but he wasn't, he's not really invested in her, right? He kind like, of tried to
0: just walk away. Yeah,
1: and she's like, well, who is this? And he's like, oh, let me introduce you. This is Mrs. Beacham, this is Mrs. Fitzgibbons, see you guys later. And Claire's like, no, you're hurt. Yeah. And he's like, I'm fine. Like he.
0: No, he tried to book it. He yeah, was done with Claire. He's
1: kind of just like doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it?
0: I mean, it is. It's it's, it's they, they they didn't have that spark right off the bat where they were inseparable.
1: They most certainly weren't, and it's, it's interesting because in that book and then later in the TV series the idea is for Claire it took a really long time right where and people have different you know points of view as to when Claire actually falls for Jamie obviously she's attracted to him fairly right off the hop right she's got a big mount of Venus so she's aware of like attractive looking men right but like when does she become actively interested in him people kind of debate that and you and I can certainly debate that as we go along and you can tell me your opinion but Jamie says that he was attracted, like he wanted Claire right from when he first saw her, and then he fell in love with her when she cried in his in his arm, which we'll get to that scene in a second. Right. Um, but to me, when I'm watching it, I have different opinion as to when, at least the actor Sam Hewen, plays that he is actually actively falling. Well, for
0: this her. in this scene, it's not it.
1: He certainly isn't right. No. So she. He, they all walk into, into Castle Leoc, and um, I love the scene because they, they show Claire following Mrs. Fitz and Jamie kind of, you know, walking along behind them in the dark castle that's lit by candles, mm-hmm. and then they do the flashback to her and Frank walking down the hall. Right. And it, I love it, like, mm-hmm. it's time travel.
0: It is time travel, which <laughs> you love.
1: Yes. So Mrs. Fitz um, gets them all set up with all of the different um, plants and herbs and everything else that Claire needs to tend to Jamie's wounds. And then she leaves. She mm-hmm. says, you may call me Mrs. Fitz. Everyone else does, which you pointed out was kind of like a... Yeah, it was
0: like a, respe- uh, yeah. a sign of respect that she trusts Claire.
1: Yeah. Um... So Claire tends to his wound. Jamie tells her why he was imprisoned and flogged. And we get the flashback. And that flashback, I was telling Joe, is the very first scene that Sam Hewen worked on. When they show him, you know, lifting the hay with the fork and he hears Jenny screaming. Mm -hmm. That was his very first day on Outlander.
0: And he looks looks a little more fresh-faced.
1: He does. And his hair is shorter. Right.
0: It looks a little less dirty.
1: Yeah. And you were surprised. You said, oh... Jenny, oh, I, for, I you mean, forgot that Laura Donnelly was in that. Yeah, I mean, first. it
0: makes sense because I, I remember him getting flogged, but I just didn't. Uh, but
1: is that flogging? I feel like that wasn't the flogging. No,
0: well, I mean, that
1: because the flogging is when they were like ripping his
0: with the whip. With the yeah, whip later that was on, just with a riding crop.
1: Right. Um, anyways, Blackjack Randall, just as crazy as ever, he's disgusting and mm-hmm. horrible, and he whips him and then he knocks him out.
0: Yeah. Basically telling Jenny, it's like you could either take me inside and give me something more entertaining or I'll stand here and whip your brother. Yeah, yeah. So Jenny's like,
1: out. Don't do it, even if he slits my throat, at which point black Blackjack's like, You're not really his. working in my favor, so I'm just gonna right. like get rid yeah. of get, so he yeah. knocks him out. Right. Smart move on
0: Yeah, Cole cocks him and yeah then goes inside and takes care of Jenny.
1: Right. In, um in a horrid way. Well, we don't know. We don't know what actually happens in there. I guess we don't, we don't even know. know well we we will know, but right, right. Now, right we now we just know from Jamie's perspective, which is and then he went in and raped my sister. But we don't right. know what actually happened and we right. will we will one day see what happened. Do we happened. find out I can't remember. We certainly do. Okay. Something something for you to look forward to. Great. So Flash back to um, Claire and Jamie with her tending to his wounds and she's disturbed by his story, so she drops the the cloth and then has to reboil it and then he awkwardly says, you know, you're, you're a kind woman. You've got a good touch. And he says, and your husband is a lucky man.
0: Mm-hmm, he's probing.
1: <laughs> Do you think he is? Hard, yeah, I don't think just... so. I think at that point he genuinely, I mean, he's, he thinks that her husband's just lucky. And as we know from the pilot episode. No, Frank, that's
0: like he's interested. No, but your husband's a lucky man.
1: Yeah. But Frank is lucky because he got lucky three right. times in, in 28 minutes as we learned. So yeah. No, because he of he's her a get,
0: gets lucky man <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, in a very uncharacteristic moment, Claire starts to cry. You do not see. She's not her, a big cry. She's not a big cry, but she kind of breaks down. At which point, Jamie says, Is he not alive?
0: Right. Question mark?
1: Yeah. Um, and she says, No, he, he, he's not alive. And then Jamie's said- just
0: heartbroken. <laughs> he's mortified.
1: Joe says, oh, no, let me console you with my one functional arm.
0: And he did. He got right in there. He got right in there. He's like, oh, are you sassy and single? Well, guess what?
1: Yeah, me too. So am I. So then um, they have a moment. They kind Mm. of pull apart and they look into each other's eyes for um, quite a long moment. A, A
0: pregnant pause.
1: Yeah. And I listened to, Ronald D. Moore does a podcast on Outlander, or he did for season one and season two, and he recaps every episode, and he does it with different producers, and sometimes with his wife, the costume designer, Terry Dressback, and she said that she felt they gazed into each other's eyes for too long in this scene. She said, it's awkward, it's too long, they wouldn't have done that, which I kind of agree with. Right. Right. But he, his argument was, well, I needed to make the connection. I needed to show the audience that they are, you know, like that there's chemistry and they're connected. And she just felt like they, at that moment, they wouldn't have gazed into each other's eyes for that long. And I agree. It's a bit long.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, uh, I'm kind of with Ron on this one where uh, I think it was important in that scene that it did get a little awkward. Because yeah. then it, then there's, if it's awkward, then, then there's, there's a something. realization that there's something. There's nice a reason way, yeah. to be awkward.
1: That's a nice be way awkward. to look at it. Yeah, thank you. And then she gets really awkward because she's yeah. like, every man that I've met so far has either knocked me out or tried to rape me. You're right. gazing at pretty me consistent. pretty yeah. intently, yeah. so I'm just get- so she backs away really yeah. quickly because mm-hmm. she's like, I'm in this room with this half naked man who's mm-hmm. like looking pretty intently at me. She's not
0: exactly wearing a bunch either.
1: Good point. And then he basically says, "You're safe with me. Don't worry." Um, as long as I'm around, no one will hurt you. And she's like, but what if you're not around? And he's like, just remember, you're English in a place where it's not a pretty thing to be. And I thought that was such a good way to say it to her. She doesn't listen to his words.
0: Well, what a surprise. I just want to go back, speaking of, of Claire's um, Claire's outfit here, that I, this is one of those story details that always kind of bugs me. Oh. It's like if she's wearing um, a shift, which is basically like a, a long cotton t-shirt, really is what it boils mm-hmm. down to and she's ripped the bottom half off of it mm-hmm. and she's been traveling for 2 days and 2 nights mm-hmm. in autumn in Scotland mm-hmm. on horseback she would be like hypothermic she would have she wouldn't if she's standing out there in the rain in yeah. the mud she wouldn't have been all like oh hi mrs fitz she would have been like i need a blanket <laughs> i need a blanket well, right was, now i think she
1: was very very cold but don't forget she had the protection of Jamie's shawl and his right. warm body heat. Yeah. 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 So I, don't think, I think that, that, that was keeping it. her, I think it was keeping her really? warm. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, I'm just going to call bullshit on that, but that's fine. Carrying on.
1: Also, little detail in the book, when Claire goes, falls back in time, mm-hmm. she's wearing a floral dress and they changed it for the TV show to just that white dress that she had the shawl and the belt. Yeah. So that when the shawl and the belt came away, it just looked like a shift. And I right. think it was a really good move because it's, it's much. It's a much more tri- time travel worthy outfit, right? It's like, yeah, that that could have been from something.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, enough to make people believe that she was of the time, right? Yeah, rather than, than like, a floral
1: nineteen forty printed pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He leaves. She goes to sleep. In what upset you to see the same dirty dress she's been wearing for? Yeah, what the hell? Well, she has nothing else to put on. Well, just cut it loose. Get in the bed. She's not going to... No. She most certainly is not going to get naked in 1743 in a strange room. No. The
0: t-shirt isn't stopping anybody, obviously. Anyway, go on.
1: So disgusting. Mrs. Fitz wakes her up, gives her some food, dresses her, and says that the Laird is waiting. he gives her, like,
0: two bites of soup.
1: Yeah. And then takes it away, gets her dressed. Right. Um, Katrina Bolf is exceptionally thin in this scene. You can see every single rib in her back, Mm -hmm. which is a bit crazy. Yeah mrs um, fitz
0: pauses at her bra and i like declares claire's like uh it's, it's from been, paris it's from and, france yeah like she acts all offended yeah. yeah mrs fitz was sold on that
1: yeah that works yeah. so she goes up and she meets Colum mckenzie and that's actually mm-hmm. i love that scene where she's like i knew that i was in the 18th century but i didn't know right sorry what? i knew where i was but i wasn't entirely sure when so she starts like rummaging through all of his stuff
0: Yeah, she chose to find the date in books. And And she does. She finds No, she looked down on his desk and saw that he had had a letter or something he had written that had a date on the top of it.
1: Yes, 1743. Right. Yeah. And then he comes in and they sort of have a little bit of a back and forth, at which point you pointed out she wasn't showing him any respect. You said he is literally the king of the castle.
0: Yeah, and she was treating him just like
1: a regular guy. Like a
0: regular dude. And I just want to rewind back. This is interesting on the rewatch versus the original watch. Mm Mm-hmm. As I remember when I watched this the first time, I, I don't know his name, but the, the guy who plays um, Colm,
1: Gary Lewis, he's a very yeah, he's Scottish He's actor. been
0: in a number of things, yeah. but one of the things that he was in that one of my very favorite movies of all time is a Martin Scorsese film called Gangs of New York, where he right. plays just like this violent little man who is like the thorn in Leonardo DiCaprio's side and just like a, a vile violent wow.
1: man. Yeah.
0: And th- so that's the association I have with this guy, right? right so, so you're scared of him. Where- so when I see Colm and he's like frowning, I'm like, is he going to, he's going to do something bad because this right. is a bad... So the first time I watched that, I was actually a lot more afraid for Claire. Yeah. Because I I thought, I just instantly typecast this guy as a really bad guy because I knew...
1: Well, and he's obviously displeased with her. Yeah, but he's not... Well, not displeased. I as- shouldn't say that. He's right. suspicious. Right. And he carries himself with authority and power
0: which i think in his physical position he probably had to learn at an early time that you know he had to really assert himself yeah so,
1: Gary Lewis is also in the movie Billy Elliot, where he plays um, just a struggling blue-collar father with a son who loves to dance, so that's my association with see, him.
0: See, less intimidating. A less intimidating association, yeah, yeah, for so, sure. So I see, knew he was suspicious right. of Claire, but yeah. I
1: didn't think he was going to violently yeah, assault her.
0: Yeah, he, in the other movie, he's not really a supporter of the arts. Okay. So, yeah. Uh,
1: well, he wasn't in Billy Elliot either. That was his okay, character so struggle. That's Anyways, anyway. we've we've gone off track here. So... They she she says I need to get I need to get back to Inverness because she knows that yeah. uh, Craig Nadun is there and he says sure we have someone coming he'll be here next Saturday mm-hmm. and you can you can travel with him in the and, meantime you can act as my guest and
0: the whole time Callum is like completely suspicious oh, everything yeah. she says so she was like oh with the chaos I I forget what and Callum's like absolutely that's five days from now like he's. He, he's just trying to, like, keep her going and, and lead... Like, he's he's fishing. Yeah, he's, he is. Yeah. So yeah.
1: and she's almost um, insulted by his... Remember at one point he said, so you're trying to tell me that an English officer tried to rape you for no good reason? Right. She's like, is there ever a good reason right. for rape? He, he backtracked
0: was, on that a big He hurry. says, my
1: apologies. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't seem like... He just... I don't know he's just playing the game and he's like I'll play the long game here but
0: yeah no he's uh he's a not a smart or not a stupid man that's for sure so yeah it's a good scene no it's a great scene it's a great character I like that actor it's a really good scene and I just I was really amused by it just sets the tone for Claire yeah. how It's just all Claire all the time. It doesn't matter who she's in the room with. No one outranks Claire in the mind of Claire.
1: But you pointed out something, which is a good point. Like, she speaks like an educated English woman, right? She shows up basically wearing nothing. Like, there's good reason to be suspicious of her. Yeah, she's
0: running from... She's she's, very confident in the way she speaks. Like she's a confident, educated, well-spoken British lady who at that time would have pegged her as probably nobility or aristocracy you know yeah, in yeah. that area anyway so of course they're going to be suspicious she's half naked and running from the British like of course her story is going to seem like bullshit yeah you know the only the only explanation is that she's a spy why I mean and that's but a like shitty spy a story badly story too. planned out yeah spy. like that's the worst <laughs> ever like it, it, so he's confused like because why in why the hell else would that happen
1: yeah so then he invites her to dinner and she yeah. arrives at the great hall for dinner and everyone turns and stares and she joins them and sits down and he starts pouring her drinks and god claire is drinking them like this is a funny scene katrina Balfe must have had to go to the bathroom after, after oh this yeah. scene. because she every shot of her she's she's throwing taken a back sip. yeah, yeah. They, and he they changed
0: liquors on her yeah. and everything they, they, and you they, can see at
1: one point she's like whoo after it, the sip of that Rose. Right. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It was and
0: Colm just keeps pelting her with questions. Not, uh, you know, none of them overly aggressive, but he's obviously trying to catch her on a lie. Like yeah. he's asking her a number of questions in rapid succession. And you made a good point. That she has to think about.
1: They do. Um, oh, this
0: was back in, in Colm's office you're going to talk about now.
1: No. They, they do the flash to Frank saying um, the best way to interrogate someone is to offer them. Oh, no, you're that was, right. You're so right. There's, there's two. There's two. So when she's in Column's office, they say... They do a cold cut to Frank Sma- saying... Smash edit. A s- smash edit to Frank. And what what is he saying there? Oh, keep keep the lie as close to the truth as you can. That's right. So she does that. And then when she's eating dinner and drinking besides Column, which, which is a
0: nice explainer as to how she... Think so quickly on her feet of, of how to...
1: Right. She's got a little them. bit of experience with right. someone who knew a lot about interrogation. Right. So he keeps, like you say, pelting her with questions. And she asks about Mr. McTavish. Yeah. And everyone blanks out. Right. Which I Do- feel has Doble's happened... was like,
0: she means young Jamie.
1: Right. Right. And then there's that weird interaction with Dougal and Colum where... Dougal says, I sent him out to the stables. I didn't think he should be in here. Right. And Colm says something like, oh, did you make that order? Right. And there's that weird, Dougal so, says, well, if it's not okay with you. Because they're both his uncles, right? Like, there's weird power plays happening. Yeah. So, and we know Colm has always favored Jamie.
0: We didn't know that.
1: Well, we I know that.
0: You know that. Yeah. Okay, we did not. So, well, and then there's the interaction where the kid comes in who we saw earlier yeah Yeah, we saw so there's there's a scene earlier where Claire's you know standing on one of the the high walls and looking down and Dougal's playing with you know these three kids but he obviously favors this one kid who Claire assumes is his son because Mm -hmm. of the you know very familiar manner in which he was treating him and then when the kid comes into the dining hall he's like oh I who what's your name Rapscallion and he's uh, his name is Hamish Hamish and Hamish, little Hamish is like, oh, you know, I'm Hamish. And she's um, like, oh, I saw you playing with your dad in the courtyard. And it was just
1: awkward. Well, and even they flash over to Rupert and Angus and Myrta and they all kind yeah, of dart yeah, their eyes up too. Yeah,
0: him. Angus is like looking over top of his cup. Yeah, like you know, what's going it, to It's obviously the worst kept secret. But in my opinion, it was actually a good thing though. Even though it was a huge, huge social faux pas, Because what it did was it totally broke up their interrogation like all of a sudden you know it just stopped it dead because there was that huge awkwardness between column and Dougal and you know the kid which mother yeah no hamish's mother yeah hamish's mother so so it just and that sort of gave claire the out to be to, to be like i am drunk and i'm going to leave and then as soon as she got in the hallway and realized how tipsy she was that's when she said you know i fell for the oldest trick in the book right where it flashes back to Frank, where he says basically the, the best way to interrogate someone is to get them, you know, keep bringing them food and booze and, and ask them questions until they fuck up, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would do really bad in that situation.
0: I mean, maybe. Immediately,
1: I would say everything. Um, the next morning, she goes into the kitchen. She sees Mrs. Fitz, who offers her a big chunk of porridge, which she
0: <laughs> passes it on. It real good, that porridge.
1: And she says, I wanted to see how Mr. McTavish is doing. And Mrs. Fitz says... Who? Yeah. At which point Claire's like, okay, so for sure right, his name is, is, his last is, name is not McTavish. Um, and then she brings Jamie lunch. They sit down and he basically confesses everything. He just spills it. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, there's a price on my head because of this, this, and this. Right. Um, and I feel like at this point he is pretty interested in her. He's like, she doesn't have a husband. If I have any chance, like I think a lot of guys do this actually. Um, is there like Megan just
0: pointed at me yes I, I because
1: heard. I think if they're interested they just kind of they dump everything to be like well this is the situation mm-hmm. and now you know it's like word so- vomit
0: do you love me <laughs> yeah. and that's kind of what Jamie so, did I think
1: that's what he was doing that's yeah right. and like then
0: it, it works I can tell you that <laughs>
1: yeah it did work it, in both cases so because at one point she says so I take it Mr. McTavish isn't your real name and he's like no it's not now he doesn't tell her yeah,
0: he never actually says what his name is but and he, she
1: says, why are you telling me all this? And he says, I guess I've decided to trust you. Slash, I also have a pretty big crush on you and I'm hoping that eventually something can happen with us. But you need to be in on right. the whole outlaw, you need to know all of it. outlaw status. But I'm
0: hoping because your husband is dead that I can get in there exactly. is what he's saying.
1: Side note, Claire has never looked worse. Her <laughs> She's got fuzzy bangs yeah. that are flying all over the place. So I mean, he must—he really does like her because he,
0: she was seventeen forty-two hot though.
1: Seventeen forty-three hot for
0: there sure. Well, as well as forty-two.
1: When she walks away from her encounter with Jamie, she sees Rupert. Following her,
0: like the worst spy ever. Yes. Rupert is. You were not... upset that
1: he looked that dirty. You were like, "Why is he so yeah, dirty?" It's it's... First
0: thing in the morning, Rupert.
1: Rupert, they're all yeah, dirty. But, they're all yeah, dirty, but not that
0: dirty. Like his hands were dirty. What is his he? A heavy duty mechanic? Like filthy. what's he?
1: What's he doing? I suspect he hadn't had a shower or bath since in a while. Yeah, since they returned to Castle lyok That's gross. Dude. But she's super pissed, and the next yeah. scene is she's chasing Dougal down that well hole. i like no angry. no before you skip it though oh. i love
0: the interaction with Between you can't skip the rupert claire claire way. and rupert interaction it's one of my favorite parts it probably is my favorite no. part of this episode. yeah because she basically comes around and is like are you did callum put you up to it and he's like uh nope and it's like "Dougal, uh yeah and he's he's <laughs> like you know i am i'm Dougal's eyes and i'm gonna be stuck to you and then she's pissed off and i love how rupert though he's just like you know what Let's just have some fun with this. So he basically starts just, He basically yeah. starts the worst thing. He did, well, then he starts railing on and his Angus. best friend, Angus. Like, talking about how he's like, well, you think this is bad? Wait till <laughs> Angus is the other half of this contingent. And he yeah. likes to have sex with animals. Is basically... That's what he said. <laughs> I
1: know. He's like,
0: he's like, he likes gross. the... If he can't find a dirty woman, he likes wee fuzzy creatures, I think is what he yeah. said. And it was, you know, like... So it was, it was kind of... Do you
1: know what? I'm so... It was charming. Because this is a recap, we can say things like... Like this. But I'm so saddened by Rupert's end oh, in yeah. the beginning of season three that it almost hurts me watching him like bounce along harassing Claire like right. back in the good old days because it's like oh but Rupert he is... was the last friend that Jamie saw for like yeah. twenty and Well no, that's not true because I,
0: I think a hugely wasted I don't know what he's like in the book, but in the
1: Not nearly as much. They they In the
0: show that actor yeah. that plays him is great. He brings just like uh, much like Mrs. Fitzsimmons one another thing Gibbons. that Mrs. Givens M- yeah. Mrs. Fitz uh one thing that that the show is like really lacking is characters with charisma mm-hmm. and uh like there's some forced charisma in there but that that guy like the Rupert character has has a a, like a, a pure charisma he which I really lo- does you know, hey he's just like the most likable dude one eye or two he's the most likable <laughs> dude on the show
1: yeah he's great yeah he is great so then we get to Claire angrily following Dougal and just like yes. yelling oh and- just bitching at him him. almost not realizing what she and then Dougal turns around and you get his presence hey like when Dougal turns around angrily facing you like even claire stopped complaining for a second yeah and you can see she kind of closes her mouth and is like whoa you're a well like a big scott (laughs)
0: like i was saying to megan like that's i don't think that was a thing that most ladies did back in the day like
1: which is another reason they're suspicious of her
0: right exactly like you, you you know, uh, it's it just it, it could have went a lot worse for her probably in that situation.
1: But uh, <laughs> Joe's like, I don't condone violence against women, but I know back then they did. And oh, I'm
0: just saying, like if someone's if someone's going to, if if people are looking to rape her every 35 seconds, do you really think you know like a, not gonna... a backhand across the mouth or something? Like it wouldn't. I'm just saying, yeah. like yeah. the precedent had been set for her. Oh, she totally. was just being awfully brave considering like 30 seconds ago she thought the nice one-armed man was going to rape her like you know to what be nice one-armed man Jamie when he only you oh. know like well I'm serious you know what I mean totally like,
1: yeah that's true that's really true he has two arms just one shoulder is sore um so then the next scene we're introduced to Galas Duncan
0: yeah I like Galas.
1: you do? were you happy to see her? she her? was
0: always one of my favorite characters
1: I mean, she's strange.
0: Yeah. She's interesting. Yeah. There's... Yeah, she's she was... Right from the get-go, she was always an interesting, very coy, very sly yeah. character, but I like, you know...
1: You know, I used to listen to this excellent podcast on Outlander called The Scott and the Sassanek, who no longer do an Outlander podcast, right. which is tragic, but the guy was Scottish, and he hadn't read the books, and so when Galus Duncan's character was introduced, he kept saying there's something weird about this character and he's like and the actress has a really weird Scottish accent he's like I don't know what she's trying to do with her accent but something's weird about it and I can't put my finger on it but it makes me uncomfortable he's like I don't know if it's a bad Scottish accent or if it's supposed to be like that but the way she's doing it is really strange and I like that because it just shows that she wasn't where she belonged either, right? Right. Like she she's had an a, accent
0: from a different time. She's a
1: foreigner as well. Right. And I like that that was kind of picked up on. Anyways, Claire must is obviously hungry for friendship of some sort because she bonds with Galus pretty quickly, right? Right. And um, yeah, it is nice. It is nice to see Galus.
0: Well, Galus is actually, I think, the first person that approached Claire without suspicion. You know, intrigue. She's interested in Claire for sure, but not, you know, she was. Uh, well, she yeah.
1: interrupts her right away and she says, I know who you are, Claire. The town is buzzing with you. Yeah. So she. I don't know. And I think Galus was always suspicious of Claire. Well, I
0: don't know. About, but, like, I mean.
1: But not, not, she's not threatened by her. She's not threatened the way.
0: Well, I think she came. Like, I think she was trying to be. Perp- like, especially what we find out later about Galus and how batshit crazy she is. Like, I think she was intentionally trying to endear herself to Claire. Like, she wasn't just in the meadow. Like, I'm sure she was... Yeah, probably. ...standing behind a tree creepily waiting for Claire to come out so she could be like, oh, you're here? Yeah. and then And then just like, like, gloms onto her instantly. Yeah. You're my buddy. I'm crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so then we go into the hall and we meet Leary for the first yeah, time. Yeah, it's
0: now real crazy.
1: And... Never liked Leary. I know. You said... She's one of my least favorite characters. She is. She was which will endear I, you to all of the Outlander fans, right? Yeah, because I, I didn't
0: like her in season one, and I, I didn't like her in season three. I, I,
1: this is dangerous a to weird. Say. Yeah, say. I think it. she's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I love her long blonde hair.
0: Yeah, no, I, I've never found and her... And I find
1: her to be... I honestly... I find her to be a little bit of an... And this is dangerous as well, but she is a little bit of an innocent victim in this situation as well. It is not her fault that Claire... Appear like went time traveling and stole who was someone that was probably going to be her boyfriend. Again, sacrilegious to say because everyone is very sensitive about Leary, but like that's well, the way. Well, it was going. Is that sacrilegious?
0: I mean, Jamie and Leary would have ended up together for sure. I kind Claire of think so too. Claire had dropped out of thin air in her half T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But okay. yeah, but no, people, I, I never. Really, I, don't like I, I don't really like the character.
1: So um, we're in the hall. Galus is translating because they're speaking in Gaelic. So Galus is translating for Claire, all the people coming up to call him and, you know, talking about property issues or other things. And then Larry comes up and her father wants her to be pu- punished publicly in the hall. And Jamie... Because
0: she's a slut. She, well... She has loose behavior. Right. Is how Galus...
1: Yeah. And which, Jamie... Maybe not a slut, but... Volunteers like, to take her what punishment. What
0: is loose behavior? she's just promiscuous or flirty she wears a low call like what's the i don't know i don't know either but yeah some for some reason jamie yeah he steps in and he takes her punishment i'm not really sure why
1: me neither because as he says later to claire he's only spoken to her a few times at that point which maybe he was just saying that because again we now kind of know that he is interested in claire but that's what he says so go ahead
0: and a little bit later we find out that she's mrs fitzgibbon's Granddaughter, so maybe he feels a debt to Mrs. Fitzgibbons. I'm
1: not sure. Yeah, maybe he did it for her. So Galus actually helps Claire um, meet Jamie around near a hearth of some sort. And right,
0: because Claire tries to run out and stop it and Galus is like, no, no, don't
1: do it. But then in a nice character beat, as Myrta is taking Jamie away and Jamie's kind of limping off, he looks over at Claire.
0: Like, does she does she see how cool I look? Yeah. She, yeah, did, she, did she, she, see she see how brave see I am? Yeah.
1: And she did. So cut to Claire fixing him up with like his eyes all shut and everything else and then they say goodbye to each other
0: yeah so yeah jamie's like well because she's like i'm leaving this will be probably oh yeah
1: because she's saying to him you're gonna have to you're gonna have to change your dressing he's like like, it'll be easier if you do it and she's like it would but i'm actually i'm leaving tomorrow
0: and And he's not that crushed he's like oh well i guess this is goodbye
1: he plays it cool what else is he gonna do right
0: he's like i forgot about leary i just saw her again so i'm actually all right no
1: He just, he plays it cool, but I really like it because they stand up and they say goodbye and she says, goodbye then, Jamie. Right. And she's never used his first name before, Mm -hmm. but I think she's saying it because she knows his name isn't Mr. McTavish and he says, safe travels, Claire. Right. Well, basically I feel like saying, I don't think your real name is Beacham either. mm, I didn't get that. It's a nice moment. Subterfuge. So they say goodbye to each other and they use each other's first names.
0: Well, and Leary showed up and Claire was like, I think she wants some alone time with you. Yeah. Which means Claire wasn't obviously that worried about it either.
1: Well, no, because Claire She's going back to her husband. Yeah, that tomorrow she's going back to Frank. Then the next morning... They, you see Claire running down the stairs, and Mrs. Fitz is following her, and she's got a basket, and she's like, So there's she cheese. She's got a great
0: outfit on. She's got like this yeah stole She looks great.
1: Yeah. On. Well, got... I think Mrs. Fitz got her all ready, right? Yeah. And well, Mrs. Fitz up. is like, The cheese will last for this long, and like the snacks will be great. And Here she little... gives her a big hug, and then Mrs. Fitz is like, mm, Dougal's standing there. And Dougal yeah. says, Colin wishes to speak with you. And Claire turns around and says, About what? Yeah. And he says, I don't know.
0: Yeah i'll be right back she said and, and mrs you, fitz yeah, looks and,
1: mrs fitz is like you are you're not gonna be right back.
0: well you're gonna be right back here
1: yeah and uh then basically she goes down to that what is it apothecary dungeon uh yeah i mean we thought
0: it was a dungeon but then yeah. we find out that it's really where they had i can't remember what they the call healer, it but uh, basically a healer yeah, yeah. And the healer obviously wasn't very good at his job because he got a fever and died. Uh, And then Colm was like, we need a new healer. And I think you're going to be the healer. Yeah. Claire's like, like, well, this is
1: all really fascinating, but I'm leaving. But I'm out. And he's like, no, you're not. You're You're staying. Yeah. And she says, as my prisoner, or as your prisoner. And he says, as long as you don't try and leave. As long as
0: you don't try and leave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You're my guest unless you try and leave.
1: And then the door closes. And Claire looks really sad
0: yeah she's bummed she cries a little bit
1: yeah and the episode ends it does okay so favorite scene
0: i like the interaction between claire and rupert i thought it was kind of fun and funny and okay uh yeah it was uh i don't know i like that character because up to then he didn't really have a lot of lines you don't really see she doesn't really have a lot of interaction with anyone that's sort of i don't know regular yeah i mean she didn't really find it fun but i thought it was fun (laughs)
1: My favorite was um, probably the dinner when Colm is interrogating her and she's drinking.
0: Yeah. It's a good scene. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Least favorite scene?
0: Um, that The part of the beginning when they come in and I'm like, why aren't you colder?
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah,
0: That, that annoyed yeah, me. She should
1: have been colder for should sure. Should have been a lot colder. Yeah, that should be your least favorite should scene. Should have been
0: hypothermic. <laughs>
1: I actually love that scene because you really get the feel of the world right like you can see people moving all around and the castle seems so alive and you believe that there are people living in that castle and there are and there are my least favorite scene is when jamie gets beat up just because it's painful to watch right it's awful
0: yeah it was for him too probably
1: mvp uh, I'm gonna
0: go with Mrs. Fitz on this nice. one. Yeah, yeah, a little dark horse candidate, Mrs. No, Fitz. No, me too. I'm oh, gonna really? go okay, with Mrs.
1: Fitz too. Pretty obvious, actually. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, she was good. She uh, she was sort of the constant, you know, sort of the the the, the guide for Claire in this episode. Yeah. She really leaned on Mrs. Fitz, and without Mrs. Fitz, it could have went a lot worse for Claire.
1: It really could have. She like had it, Mrs. Fitz on her team, and yeah. she got clothed and fed and.
0: Because I, I get the feeling that Mrs. Fitz is like. She is the heart of that place, and she if is. Mrs. Fitz had not liked her,
1: oh, she would have been fucked. Should have been in the stables. Yeah, yeah, literally, probably. Yeah, yeah. loin points.
0: Um, I don't know. It's not. This is. This was kind of on par with the first one, in the sense that it was. It was a real nothing really happened in this episode. It was a really sort of like uh an establishment episode. Mm-hmm. You know, it was more just introducing a lot of characters and introducing locations. Mm-hmm. It's all just sort of set up, set up, set up, set up, set up. So, as an establishing episode,
1: it was good. Yeah.
0: So, I will give it a 52.
1: 52, okay. Would you like to know what I would give this episode? I would love to. I give it a hundred. <gasps> I give it a hundred.
0: We've done great it, folks. Great episode. A one hundred pulling point episode. It was only a matter of time. A hundred. A hundred. Yeah. I feel like this is the start of a streak of one hundreds. We'll maybe. see.
1: We'll see. That last one got ninety-nine. I know. That and pilot episode way more was excellent. Frank. This
0: had almost no Frank.
1: We had some flashbacks to Frank. Actually, we didn't even talk about that first flashback to Frank when she starts crying and he says, "Is your husband not alive?" And she says, "No, my husband is not alive." Right. And they, she's like, "What must Frank be doing?" And they do that flash to Frank looking looking for her, around, wearing, wearing that amazing sweater uh, vest,
0: got kind of like a great sweater vest, <laughs> a, fedora. a
1: fedora. I mean, he's, looking
0: real confused.
1: He looks confused, but well dressed.
0: Yeah, he's he's a, he's a dapper dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I Claire? Sparred, yeah, Claire? Still looking good, though. Cut. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, 100 points.
0: Nice work, Blowing yep. Lander.
1: All right. We did it. Episode 102 In complete. the books.
0: Woo! Only High 14 five. more to go. All right. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody, and we will talk to you soonish. We'll
1: talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Gotta get
0: back in time. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really understand.
1: I didn't either. (laughs) What do you mean this behavior means low color? (laughs)